What up, everybody? Welcome to the Damn Dude Podcast. Damn Dude. You already know I'm your host, California Cal, and uh, welcome. I hope um, if this is your first time here, uh, if you don't know, this is the show where we have the conversations that need to be had in a way that'll make you think and say, damn, dude. Damn, dude. Really, one thing I discovered and I was talking to my homegirl earlier was that one thing that's really big and prevalent and I was trying to contextualize on the show that I couldn't quite do was that like within this show, a, a big thing and a big theme is that no matter what pain, no matter what love, no matter what excitement, no matter what whatever you've experienced, it's all universal in some way. Like we can all relate and whether you like love, pain, hate, anger, resentment, all of that shit's universal. Like it doesn't matter what language you speak or what you think in or how you feel or whether you speak or not. That's something that we all feel and that's all the universal language. So it's not unique to fucking suffer damn dude you know what i'm saying it's not unique to fucking go through pain it's also not unique to feel like you're the shit it's also not unique to like so that's why when people go why me people who've gone through shit and came out the other side tend to be more like ah shut the fuck up come on let's just just get through the you know get through it so uh you know that's one thing i realized so that's kind of interesting there um so really it's like this I realize this is a safe space to, a safe space to be able to talk and listen and think oops sorry and uh really be able to fucking be real with ourselves especially as men and human beings and well speaking as a man <laughs> I was talking like I said I was talking to my homegirl earlier and that conversation came up but like I said there's all those things are universal so that was just at the top of my head. I kind of just threw that in because this episode, when I wrote it out, I was really fucking pissed. Originally, this episode, this is episode 30. So I was like, oh, special episode 30. Like, let's fucking make it a big deal. Da, da, da. And I was going to have my son on and do like this crazy ass interview where it's like we really get a teenager's perspective. And it didn't work out that way. So I'm kind of like, ah, oh, fuck, you know, well, let me let's do something else so i spent the day with my younger son royal who's two my older son's 15 about to be 16 um and just throughout this whole day like people been fucking with me dude <laughs> like we fucking got into it at the park with some fucking dude because he was giving a shit about masks and all this shit and um i'm trying to think where to even start here <laughs> like <laughs> um, fucking so okay so let me just explain. Like I said, this this episode I wrote when I was pissed and now I'm like not pissed. So it's kind of funny to like sit here and go back and like relate back to like, holy shit, like damn, I'm fucking pissed in my notes. <laughs> but right now I'm like, damn, I fucking smoked a bowl. I'm chilling. I feel good. Got to kick it with my kid, you know. So there was basically what happened was at the park we're playing and this fucking dude let me preface it by saying this i do gotta talk this shit just to get this out like if you really are gonna be some dick fuck douchebag like getting in people's business and trying to command a whole public area when that's not your authority like you're on some bullshit like really and that's what i experienced today which was i'm a very cool dude like mind your business on my mind like do your thing i'll support you whatever you know like i'll help as much as i can and this dude Oh man, see, I'm getting pissed again. So, like, my story's starting to just. <laughs> um, so, we get there. 
we're playing around. My son's playing on the park. He's small. He's only two. So they have the big playgrounds and then the little one. And, you know, so I kind of got to follow him around and stuff. Cause he's small. You know, he's still learning how to climb half the things there and go down the slides and stuff. So this dude comes over, him and his family, they're all masked up. No, but it's whatever. You know, I don't give a fuck. Like, do your thing. But he makes it like this whole thing. Keep in mind, nobody else at the park. There's probably like 15 to 20 other people at the park. Nobody's wearing masks. Whatever. It wasn't It wasn't a thing. Um. So dude comes up and he's like, do you guys have masks? And I'm like, nah, sorry. You know, and and then I'm just like, and, you know, my baby he's not going to wear one anyways. And he's like, well, can you get out of here then? I was like, what? Like, bro, what What the fuck? I was, I just kind of started laughing. I was like, well, no. And, you know, it's like, what am I just going to leave my... He, oh, he was like, I'm not worried about you. He's like, I'm not worried about your baby. I'm worried about you. And I was like, well, this is the kid's playground. And, like, this is where my kid's playing. So, you know, like, if you feel that unsafe, like, you can go somewhere else, bro. Like everybody here is playing kids are running around and he was he was talking to other parents and little kids and kicking them off too and it's like bro if there's some special circumstance or there's really some medical thing or something let us know and communicate that to us to communicate that to us so we have a place of understanding rather dude just came with attitude and was like oh well can you just go away go somewhere else and i'm like dude like nah man i'm not gonna like almost like oh just leave your kid to play and you go over there i was like nah like so in the back of my mind, what fucking starts cracking off is like, like my ego just fully starts fucking like, ooh, like I, all I just fart, I just fart, all I start thinking and hearing is shit like this. <laughs> so immediately i'm just like in my head i'm like man I, I need to beat this fucking guy's ass and like i like my i've been through enough to be like okay obviously that's not a smart idea you know so <laughs> um what up everybody sorry i can't really read who's uh who's on here but uh what up everybody love you guys thank you for tuning in um i was just going in because we got into an argument at the park a little bit of an argument it wasn't much of an argument it could have very easily easily been into an argument oh and if you're listening to the podcast i'm talking to the people on instagram live so sorry <laughs> i forget there's like a lot of different dynamics going on here while i'm doing this um so it basically turned into this air breathers versus mask breathers and it was like dun 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 and like this guy and his family like i felt so bad for the kids that was really like I, my my like fuck this guy stabbed this guy like ran through my head but at the same time i'm like I, okay i know too much to you know go it's not that serious and at the same time like dude don't kick my kids off of shit because you're so scared of my kids playing right or me being around you or something like think about this if you're not worried about my kid running around your kids but you're worried about me going around you and your kids that does not make sense who do you think is hugging and kissing my kid me like whose germs do you think are on him like who, you know what i'm saying like who do you that we share the water bottle we fucking we eat the same food like that's my baby like so if i have the cooties my baby's got the cooties but you're and you're okay with fucking my baby running around your kids with my cooties but you're not okay with me being around with my own cooties what and then with this dude, I'm like, I'm like, bro, like, 
I don't have a mask. No, I'm not going to fucking leave. And, oh, I wasn't that, like, defensive. I was being really cool, honestly. I was, I was just chilling. You know, I smoked a blunt before. I was just, we were walking through the park. We had a good time. We were at the beach. Like, it was fucking sick. And, um, you know, I'm really not, like, an aggressive person. Oh, I can be, and I, I have been when I need to be. You know, anyway, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> um, so dude's like telling us to go wherever i'm just like no and i was like bro like if you have your mask and it works then what are you worried about or and he's just like no i'm like okay and i just gotta laugh to myself and then like and then i let roll my son climb up and down the little rock crawl thing go down the slide a couple more times but it started getting really tense there was a lot of tension in the air and like to me like the most smarts I have is just observational skills and like sensing vibes and shit. Like, I feel like that's uh, like the, the, the smartest thing I know how to do. You know, like I picked up on it. I'm like, I just don't want to subject my kid to some shit. Like my son started feeling that I started getting on like my Papa Bear type shit. Like, yo, like I'll fuck your shit up, dude. Like, I don't give a fuck if you're some fucking old fat dude wearing Tevas and you think you're cool. Like, <laughs> I mean, it doesn't fucking matter you know what i mean like if you're gonna fuck with my kids and me and my own fucking freedom if you're mad at me because i believe breathing fucking clean air in the fucking park with my kid is the right thing to do then you're a fucking idiot dude like fuck you with all love and respect you know what I mean? <laughs> like with all the love and respect fuck you if you're gonna do that and not like i'm gonna do something to you but it's like dude like fuck what you no if you feel that way and whatever, keep it to yourself, bro. Like, if you want to talk to me and have a conversation with me, we could do that. But if you're just trying to punk and command people, like, that's some fucking, that's some lame shit, dude. And uh, we really don't, like, fuck that, you know? So I just went and played with my son and fucking we just went and ran around. And I let, and oh, and I kind of threw a little... Oops, sorry, I didn't set the timer. I kind of had my own little mini... It wasn't a tantrum, but I was just... My own little, like, shit talk moment. It wasn't even cool, honestly. <laughs> like, like, but I was just like, man, like... I was like, man, like... These people don't enjoy fresh air, bro. Sorry, like... Hey, let's go play over here. And then we went and played on the other side. And it was what it is. And they're, like, saying, like... Oh, you guys need to stay out of this area. Blah, blah, blah. And the guy started murmuring a bunch of shit under his breath and in his mask. And I was like, what? Like, what did you say? I couldn't hear you. And he's just like, rah, 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 rah. And I'm like, I'm trying to hear him because I'm always open to giving a fucking fair chance at, you know, whatever the hell's going on. And uh, so I was just like, whatever, dude, you know, like this. I, oh, so I, I was I realized I said something. I started getting really excited. Uh, his kids, I felt so bad for them because literally they're like, is it OK if I if I sit down? And it was like on the fucking bench, like man like that's sad like the kids are like seven and three years old and they're both just masked up in the whole thing and whatever and i'm like that's cool if that's you do you i got no issue with that at all i mean for myself personally yes if i'm not gonna do that but if you want to do that cool literally i don't i don't think anything less of you but if you're gonna be a fucking douchebag dickhead fucking nipple licking titty clamp then like you fucking suck don't do that shit like now, I'm not here to spread hate and negativity or anything like that. I realize this can be coming off like that. A lot of this is more, like I said, this is my journal and I'm just fucking, I let it go and I keep it real. Um, so that's just how I felt about the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? Um, Damn, dude. And I'm like, dude, do what you want, whatever, bro. Just leave people the fuck alone, dude. Like, 
what you know what I'm saying? And so ultimately, as I like calm down and think about it, I realize and remember, dude, everybody's on their own journey and nobody's wrong for what they do. Like whether it's you, you be you caring out at the park or the store or you fucking are a cold blooded murderer. I don't blame you for any of it. That's your path. Granted, I don't want anybody to get fucking hurt or whatever. But at the same time, like, dude, I've had best friends murdered and I used to fucking want to hate and not want to. I used to hate these people and want to kill them. And I remember my biggest regret in life was not attacking the people who were there that shot one of my best friends. While we were in the courtroom, I would have for sure went to jail, but that was one of my biggest regrets. Everybody was like, chill, dude. Like, whoa, they saw that I got, they saw that I got like, I was just like, just fucking going crazy, you know? And, um, so that was my biggest regret was not hurting that person in the courtroom or those two people, I should say. There was three people altogether. The main shooter actually got away, but that's, that's a whole nother thing. I've talked, I think I've talked about that. I don't know. I'll definitely talk about it more. Anyway, uh, Damn, I'm going off on a tangent here. <laughs> uh, shit, what was I saying? Um, I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't matter. If it's important, it'll come back. <laughs> um, so, oh, so I realized I'm like, dude, there's no reason to hurt anybody or whatever. I just felt my whole point why I derailed was I felt bad for these kids because they were like, they were just literally like fucking, if you're watching this, just cover of like, Daddy, can I sit on the step? And like, I'm just like, dude, like, can I eat a grape? And I'm like, bro, like, fuck, dude. Um, fucking, it was just, it was crazy, dude. So basically, we fucking just walked away from the whole thing. Uh, you know, I just, I was like, damn, I felt compassion. That's what it was. I felt bad, and then I felt compassion. I had to remember compassion. I'm like, okay, like you know, this is these kids' life path, this is this family's life path, like, I'm not here to cause disruption amongst anybody, like, we're literally here to play at the park, you know, and so I started thinking about it, too, and then, like, the whole thing is fucking, as far as, like, just in general, what I was gonna go into was masks and with, and the V word, I know shit gets flagged when you say it, the vaccines, (laughs) And I think that I see that on here. Um, So as far as where I stand with it, no, I will not. And I'm not going to get the vaccine. That's my personal choice. Um, And that's why I said a lot of people are going to be fucking, oh, fuck you, you're an idiot, whatever. But check this out. We all have our reasons. And it's like, you can hate me for that if you want. You can think I'm stupid, whatever. But to me, as far as I could read every good thing in the world about a vaccine, and it's not going to incline me to do it. The same way people try to sell me fucking vitamin packs or whatever, where it's like, yeah, this is good for you. Da, da, da. I'm like, cool. I, and I'm not interested for myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, do you do your thing? Cool. I'm not for or against for anybody else. But for myself, I'm good, dude. Like, I'll, I'll pass. I trust in my immune system. And I got into this conversation with different people and I realized that it's easy to have this conversation with the people that I'm comfortable with having this conversation with in certain circles. So it's like, it's really easy to have this conversation about vaccines specifically with 
like my friends that are more in the hippie community and more naturalistic and holistic and however you want to call it. Um, then on the other hand, I have a lot of friends who really believe in Western medicine and, uh, you know, in a lot of the way that we do things here in the States. And I agree with it to a certain extent, but at the same time, what I've learned for myself in my life experience and where my life experience comes from is, well, that's really weird to say, but not where my life experience comes from. But as far as that, where my, ah, California cow. I did not mean to press that. Where my, where my own personal common sense comes from with this whole vaccine thing is from what I've learned in the jungles. And out there, they are not dealing with this shit that we're dealing with out here. I personally have had things that they say are incurable in the United States cured out in the jungle. Now, it's like, I can't, it, this is such a touchy thing because it's like, you got to be a doctor and this and that and all these things for different things. I'm not making any claims for anybody else. I'm just speaking on behalf of my own experience. So with my experience, what it was was I had psoriasis really bad. And this goes way deeper too. I could, fuck, we should, we might as well go into it too. Um, I didn't make sure I'm still on time. Okay, so I had psoriasis really bad before. It was fucking just eating up my hands and wrists and my legs. And to me, it was the most embarrassing and just grossest feeling thing that I, I I've ever personally experienced I think um because it was they, where they say like where they say it comes from even in the United States where they say it comes from is it, it comes from stress it can it, it can or can't be genetically passed down they don't even like know that information they just go oh like stress brings on but for me it makes sense because at the time I got psoriasis my two best friends got murdered my ex of five and a half years, we split and that whole story. Uh, I had broken my skull, neck and back and I gotten fired and I dropped out of school. So I was like in a really bad place mentally. Plus I hadn't healed from my second mom dying and other friends I had die when I was a teenager and my little sister, great grandma and aunt passing away when I was a kid in the same month. I hadn't healed from all that. I hadn't healed from relationships I was in. I hadn't healed from things with my parents I hadn't even you know like I hadn't healed from things with certain friends and people I still had grudges and enemies and things like that out there <clears throat> so yeah there was a lot of stress and that was when it started you know when it just the last fucking thing I remember there was one time I couldn't pay my bills and I worked like the whole month for uh I was selling motorcycles I worked the whole month fucking sold like maybe not nothing, but I made less than minimum wage. And, oh, I made minimum, yeah, I made less than minimum wage, so they had to pay me minimum wage. And when you, if you do that as a full commission salesman, you're pretty much done skis. Like, you're allowed to do that, like, once. And I was on the verge of doing it twice. I, my brain was just in a fucked up place. And I remember I couldn't pay for shit, and it was just my phone was just bill collectors, bill collectors, bill collectors, nonstop. It was just too much. So I freaked the fuck out and I internalized everything and then psoriasis fucking popped up for me and like, and then I go and I see about it and all this and there's no fucking cure. Like what? They're like, oh, well maybe this, maybe that, maybe this, maybe that. And it's like, everything's this maybe or has a string of side effects that's way crazier than 
actually having psoriasis itself. So when I went out to the jungle, healing psoriasis had no, that was it didn't even cross my mind at all. That was not even a part of my process. It just so happened to be a side effect of what was going on. So what I did and what I learned and why I even put any trust or weight into this information or this experience, I should say, and the information I took from it is because it went way deeper than I ever expected without me even wanting that to happen. So, oh, so (laughs) I realize I'm saying a lot at once. So I went out to do to do ayahuasca ceremonies and learn from the shamans and ancient teachers in the jungles. And these people have wisdom that's passed on from thousands of years. And they, their whole thing is we heal the inside and the outside. We don't just work on the outside only. The Kind of how they view Western medicine is you guys focus on adding, adding, adding till you kill it. We focus on starve, 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 heal it. And I was just like, damn, dude, damn, dude, like, that's true out here. It's like, what happens if you get some sort of ailment? They just keep pumping you full of shit rather than starving it away. And it's crazy because with this, I started healing shit as my mental started healing, as I started healing my broken relationships, as I started healing my childhood traumas, as I started just healing all these things. Like I would start feeling lighter and better and I had more clarity in my mind and breathing and fucking focus and everything. I just started viewing life differently. But the thing was, was on the first night. Oh, okay. So with the psoriasis thing, there was. mm, Where do I start? Okay. So we worked on it from the inside and the outside. So what I mean by that is. They have the, they made this juice and it's from this melon, this, I can't remember the name of it. I've never seen it in my life. It fucking stinks though. But they, it's like this, like the size of a coconut, but it's like this fruit that's almost like a, uh, almost like a big ass plum. You don't, you don't eat it. It's just, you know what I mean? They use it for certain things and they break it up and they mix it with some other shit. And then I would put it on my hands and my arms and wherever I was affected And then I would also drink this tea that was kind of made of like the same mixture and some other stuff. So we're working from the inside and the outside at the same time. So within doing that, psoriasis, boom, it started literally going away. Look, like my hands are fucking clear. You would have seen this shit all red and all scratched up before and and all over my legs too. So where am I going with that? Uh, so within one of my first ayahuasca ceremonies, I, I, I've, I've done, I've dived in uh, talking about ayahuasca and plant medicines and different things like that. And the ancient technology, how they are used as ancient technologies and used for ancient wisdom and, and just wisdom in general. Um, that's a whole nother thing. But uh, with my first journey of ayahuasca, like the shamans, they help guide the whole trip because you're working on a spiritual level from the inside. You're not, we're not concerned with the outside world we're working purely on the inside so we start healing traumas and generational trauma and past life shit and and generational trauma and shit like that that's passed on we start making sense of it so as soon as that all starts happening i start getting clarity and boom that's why i have the urge to surf so much is because i had an ancestor who was i have ancestors on my chinese side and my norwegian side who who lived the life of an unfulfilled pirate or viking or explorer so that's why i have the urge to conquer the sea and to go and master the wave and that's why it's so enticing to me 
to be where the energy of the world of the other side of the world meets the sand and it meets the end like i love being in that energy it's like i'm i'm experiencing the energy of fucking the other side of the world almost you know when the waves come so <laughs> i realized i kind of just went off on that one too but uh so what i started seeing was i started seeing people who were getting cancer healed and i put that on everything i started seeing people who I start my ex, she, she was having seizures, boom, healed, never again. You know what I mean? Like this stuff is this is stuff that here we say is impossible and doesn't exist. And out there, 100% shit is different. So that's where my personal uh, common sense comes from about this whole vaccine thing is I will go natural and I will starve anything out of me rather than kill it inside of me and then extract it so it's like i mean we're kind of all headed for the same goal really is like we all want to be safe so i think that's the thing when it comes to oh fuck vaccines or woo vaccines or whatever it's like we all want to be safe that's the whole point right is to be safe and we want everybody to fucking be happy and be good like that's the whole point right is that not the point I think we've really, really started losing the point here. <laughs> Damn, dude. Like, dude, vaccine, mask, whatever. Who gives a fuck? The whole, we all want the same outcome. And at the same time, we all want our freedoms. But freedom means something different to everybody. And it looks different to everybody. For some people, it means we need to wear this mask for the sake of the overall good. And that means freedom. Other people are like, no, this is my time. I'm alive right now. And I want to go breathe my air right now. That's freedom to me. There's other people who are like, I don't know. I just want to, I don't want to like look stupid or get yelled at. That's where I think where a lot of people stand on it, honestly. And then they, we got everybody in between. So, like I said, I'm not anti anything and I'm not really like pro whatever. I mean, like I just do what I think is the most logical thing and I'm open to sharing about it. So. I think I would encourage everybody to do what your heart says, like sit down and pray and meditate. And if putting that vaccine into your system is what you think that, you know, God, the universe, your spirit, whatever wants you to do, then cool. If you think that's the work of the devil and you're not going to fuck with it, then cool. If you don't think either of those things, then cool. But the whole point is free will and choice. So that's the thing is if I'm going to walk around with no vaccine, no mask, that's my choice. That leaves me susceptible to getting it and whatever, right? At the same time, it's like, oh, well, if you have it, you're out doing this. Well, if I had it, I wouldn't be out doing anything because it'd be fucked up, right? You know what I mean? Like, I'm responsible if I feel bad. Like, I work with kids. Like, I'm, if I feel like shit, I stay home. I'm not out to get anybody's kids sick. So... That's how that's where I come from with that is like my common sense that from my experience and what I what dictates all of that, I don't give a fuck about sources and this or that because it doesn't matter to me. The same way, like I said, you can sell me vitamins, weights, or knives, and yeah, they might be pretty tight. If I'm not interested, I'm just not interested. So um and as far as like the whole situation at the park today was like, dude this is some trippy shit because it was just this whole big thing of judgment. And I feel this way, this big wall of judgment just fucking like spiked around the whole building and whether anybody's judgment was whatever it was, 
it was it was in existence, you know, and it was it got really tense. And we had to like, I realized I'm like, damn, like I can feed into this because I was the only person to say something back to this guy who's punking all the kid, like the families off, well, who's punking all the families off the thing. And he, you know, it's like he, did, it was like, hey, my my daughter has a condition, something, something, like, cool, okay, you know, with all, absolutely. But if you're just gonna come be an asshole, nah, man, fuck that. Um. So hold on one second. <laughs> I gotta go click reset on the camera. Um, we're gonna take a break here. One second. Damn, dude. All right, what up, everybody? Welcome back. Damn, dude. So, man, okay. <laughs> I realized we just kind of went off on a tangent, started like freestyle and stuff but you know what that was kind of my plan i wanted to really just work through this whole thing because at the end of the day i don't ever think i'm right or care if i am or not like it really doesn't matter you know <clears throat> so let me even take a look at my notes real quick <laughs> uh yeah dudes <laughs> um you know, like, so this is interesting. This is kind of what I think about this whole uh, people thinking they're like heroes by wearing a mask or getting a vaccine. For one, I don't think that's being a hero. I'm sorry. I, well, I'm not sorry. I just, I don't think that that means you're being a hero. That's fucking lazy bare minimum. We're, we're mandated to wear it. That is not being a hero. Following a mandate is not being a hero. The guy who says, you know what? There's one fucking kitten down at the dam and it's about to burst and everybody needs to stay in. I'm going. Fuck the mandate. And you go and you fucking save the kitten and you make it back and the water's chasing you and you're a fucking hero. Like, th that's being a hero. <laughs> like, you're staying inside because you're told to stay inside doesn't equal being a hero. Now, it might equal a heroic act, act in the end by group participation. Yeah, great things happen. Absolutely. I'm not discrediting that. Not by any means. Uh, but uh like i i think this whole oh be a hero blah 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 like nah dude like it you don't get to be a hero that easily you gotta earn that shit you gotta do something not even you gotta do something you gotta do stuff continuously a hero isn't somebody who saves somebody's life once you know what i'm saying like yeah that's heroic and you did a heroic act but that doesn't make you a hero if you can do it over and over and over and over and over again that's a hero you don't get to be batman for one day damn dude <laughs> you know what i mean like that, that that's not being a hero so when it comes to this like in this whole context of this being a hero thing i see it the same way as like those people who stand in front of the store like save the whales sign this paper and even as a kid i would sit there and logically be like how does me signing this paper save any whales Oh, like it goes to support blah blah blah. What the fuck? Like, why don't you go help them then? <laughs> or like something. And like they just want a signature and nothing else. Or like maybe some money. And it's like, dude, this is not heroic. Yes, it's donating to a good cause. That's great, absolutely. But it's not heroic. You know what I'm saying? There's a difference. Being heroic is putting yourself on the line. Being heroic is is having people's lives save over and over. Being heroic is something that you actually go do yourself. Like, for example, if I wanted to go save the whales, I'm going to go to the beach and clean or fucking help fucking capture fucking 
I don't know if they're called poachers, if you hunt whales or like anything like that, you know, like, um, I think that, uh, yeah, I would go out and do that. I think it comes to the same thing with politics. This is why I'm not huge into politics is because if I'm going to do something in the political world, I don't think voting makes me a hero. I don't think voting makes anybody a hero. I think it's a noble act and I think it's, it's cool, but I don't think it's heroic. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's, it's just not really, it's not heroic. It might lead to a greater cause. Cool. But that that's different, you know? Um, so I, the way I see it is like, I'm good. Like I'll pass on the majority of the stuff people want me to sign or this or that or whatever. I'll have conversations. But a lot of the time when I ask, well, what are you going to do about it? And they're not down to do anything about it. Then I'm like, then this is pointless. You know what I mean? Like if you're not going to go become a politician, I have friends who are so bothered by what was going on in politics that they literally became politicians and you know what I mean? Like people you've heard of, it's just, it's, if you want to do something, go, or if you want to see the change in something, you got to go do that. You know what I mean? So that's why I speak up on this, on this episode is because I'm like, dude, I'm going to stand for my right. And my right isn't harming anybody else. You know what I mean? Like, I know that I'm already fucking like, I know that I'm healthy and I respect people's boundaries, you know? So I think that when, I don't know, we're in such a sensitive time right now that like, oh man, it's just hard to even say, like, there's no real right or wrong, but at the end of the day, like, we've got to do what's right in our heart. And to me, breathing fresh air is what's right in my heart my kids not getting used to that lifestyle is what's in my heart you know like it's interesting because if you look into psychology and you look at why people will wear hats a lot or people will wear glasses a lot and all these things like that why people will wear certain clothes and take on certain personas and whatever is because of certain it's to hide insecurities and it's to put on certain fronts and it's to do certain things like that's one thing like a psychologist or a therapist they see all these things immediately if you sit down on a therapist's sofa and you're wearing a hat and you got your glasses and all this stuff and like it wasn't obvious you just came from work it was sunny you just it's kind of your persona i used to be that guy because i would wear a hat everywhere and i wouldn't even i would say i'm just too lazy to comb my hair but the reality was was that somebody called me out i didn't realize this was that when you wear a hat it covers this the your eyebrows and your forehead and when you cover your eyebrows and your forehead, you cannot see facial. You can't tell your expressions. A majority of, the f- of expression comes through your eyebrows and your forehead. So like, whoa, surprise, your eyebrows go up. Ah, oh, pissed. Like your eyebrows and your forehead and the lines there tell a lot. That's why when ladies get Botox or I guess dudes too in their forehead and you can't see the expression, they kind of turn ageless and they look like almost like, like, a, like a doll or something. You know, it's like almost too perfect. And it's like, it's interesting because it removes the expression. You're like, are you mad? Are you not? Are you looking sexy? It's that. And that's kind of why it's sexy. Like what the appeal is to people about it. I I think, I don't know. Um, is because it's kind of like mysterious. Like when a girl who has that's like, well, you don't know what expression she's on. Like that's, it's kind of mysterious. You know, there's a mystique to that. Um, yeah. 
So when you're wearing a hat, it hides a lot and it, it allows, it keeps a wall up. It's, it's, a, it's an energetic wall that a lot of times our subconscious puts up that we don't realize even put up. And we're just there like, why aren't people responding to me very well? Or why are only these types of people coming to me? Or, or why am I only encountering these types of conversations or these types of people? And it's like, well, damn, it's because like your wall is going to attract each other. And then anybody who sees the wall is going to who that's not attracted to is going to repel. Damn, dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, it's a trip, dude. Um, oh, we got some comments on the uh, live. Let's see here. What we, um, Jake, what up, brother? Uh, we both had our narratives, both valid. Having negativity in situation logically is where it makes situation better. Strategy, communication, and common ground. Family should be. Thank you, Jake. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, bro. I couldn't agree more. Um, yeah, like... I, yeah, exa- I think applying logic to a lot of things solves a lot. Like, when we can come... Ah, this is interesting. Okay. I'm a very logical person. I'm very logical. Very I'm you could call me logical. Like <laughs> I come I'm very logical. Like very. And 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 oftentimes literal too. That's kind of anyway. I realized that my logic is one of my greatest strengths and weaknesses at the same time. Damn, dude. Why do I say that? Because it helps me in terms of street smarts, uh navigating people oftentimes confrontational situations um public speaking different things that are like scary you know um my logic helps me because like in the last episode how i talked about like getting to know yourself when you get to know your fears personally you can hug them and lean into them just as much as your greatness you can lean in hug and lean into that you know um so with logic comes shit that just fucking makes sense you know like oh so i know i was going i was about to share something deep um with logic i realize it's one of my greatest strengths and weaknesses and how so and why do i say that is because when it comes to navigating the streets when it comes to navigating people having you know mindfulness whatever my logic helps me a lot like for example if we enter a restaurant or a hotel or whatever I've already noted all the fire exits before we even started and got into the building. And I've already noted the driveways and all the exits and hoppable walls and all of that shit. All that's already noted to me in case there's a fire, an earthquake or whatever. So I know where to go. To me, logically, it just makes sense to do that. I was trained to do that in fire school. So when I go in, I can't, I, it's like, I can't not, you know, I start analyzing all these things right away. Boom, boom. Okay, cool. Got it. I feel like chilling. And, uh, logically if shit goes down guess who's likely able to get out of there first and the fastest me because i've boom my logic helped me now where my logic doesn't help me and my logic is one of my greatest weaknesses is in relationships especially with females i i i tend to listen so logically that oftentimes when something that's in the nature of this is how i feel is being shared I'm taking it as logical information and I'm making it literal. Oh, I feel like you don't love me. I feel like you don't do this. I feel like blah, blah, blah. I feel like blah, blah, blah. And now I know this dudes. Damn, dude. A lot of dudes do this. A lot. We're sitting there going, yeah, but you said blah, 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 blah. It doesn't fucking matter. She, that's just how she felt. 
How do you feel when you're in the middle of saying, yeah, but you said. Damn, dude. Right? Like, how do you feel when you're in the middle of that? It's like, man, I feel like shit. I'm fucking pissed. I want to beat somebody's ass. Like, I'm not going to. That's not what I mean. That's just how I feel about it. So I think making that clear is really important. I, I, that's something I learned from different like counselors, relationship counselors, therapists, self uh, development classes, whatever. Like, dude, you got to make sure like you got to ask these things, you know, you got to clarify because if it's not clear, then we're oftentimes just listening to the wrong in the absolute wrong way. You know what I mean? And I realize every encounter that I have, that's like, of confrontation well i don't really have confrontational encounters just that whole incident at the park earlier was the biggest thing in a really long time um and it really wasn't that bad it wasn't heated or nothing it was like the dude was more mad than i was and i was chilling i was just kind of bugged that like he thought he thinks he has that power over the whole fucking place you know so you know just like how my homie jake on the live shared like dude yeah like applying logic in a in a funky situation it it helps because we can de-escalate it and you know just kind of do the right thing and i called out myself where i talked my shit and i realized i could it, we could have gone without the comment um you know granted i don't i'm not like oh you dumbass whatever over that, to myself about it because in the past i would have been like what's up motherfucker like what's cracking and it wasn't what's cracking it was like ah man like this fools don't like to breathe fresh air <laughs> like okay i really didn't need to make the comment i get it and that is an improvement because at the same time there was times where i would either just like get punked or just be completely like fuck you and i would actually back you know i could back my shit up too so like but i'm not trying to do all that that's not what it's about oh <sighs> <laughs> you know what i'm saying so it's not about beating the dude in the tiva's ass in front of his kids it's not about fucking making a like putting them on blast and making them try and look dumb or stupid or shame them or or even going you know when i whenever anybody does that you just end up embarrassing yourself if you don't have a really good fucking roast <laughs> um but it's like usually if you, it's like i really do believe though it's like if you can let an idiot make you mad and you can let an idiot, then that means you can let an idiot control you. Like, why give an idiot, why give a moron the remote to your, your well-being? Damn, dude. Right? Like, why give, why give somebody who's not, and I don't even want to say idiot, that's really negative again, but it's like, if that's how you're interpreting and feeling in the moment, see, this goes back to that. When I sit in, in that instance of me even saying the word idiot, that's how I feel about it, but that's not the truth about it. That, you know, people aren't idiots. Okay, I don't know. I go back and forth with, with with people aren't idiots because some people do idiotic things by the definition of being an idiot. So I guess people, there are idiots out there, that's fair to say, without <laughs> without creating negativity. Um. So, you know, like, dude, like, why let somebody who doesn't know you, somebody who's just mad at their life, control and dictate and run our life or your life or my life whatever right like it doesn't make sense so the whole point of any tying this whole thing together the whole point of anybody arguing about masks or vaccines you're literally arguing for the same thing 
you don't want you, you want the vaccine because you don't want to get ill, right? And on the other hand, you don't want the vaccine because you don't want that to make you ill. Okay, I get it. That makes perfect sense. Like, why the fuck does everybody have such a problem with that when it's so simple? Respect people who want it. Respect people who don't. Who gives a fuck? Damn, dude. Right? Like, it's that easy, dude. Like, we really don't have to do this dumb shit, dude. Like, <laughs> it's just unnecessary, man. Like, if you catch yourself out fucking policing people, that's not right. Even if you're a police officer, like, that's not your job to go policing people. Like, you know, it's like, yeah, when you, somebody's rowdy and they need it. But just in general, like, nah, man, like, have respect, be open, be honest. And that's kind of, again, why I even mentioned in the beginning of the show, um, the conversation I had with my homegirl, Sasha. What up, Sasha? I realized I didn't even say your name when I first said it. My bad. <laughs> uh, you know, it's like all of us go through pain and happiness and we all go through this wave of life and it's not all pain is not unique and suffering is not unique and i'm saying that again and again and again because that's really fucking important and it took me almost 30 years before i even got to hear that you know what i mean i feel like if you can hear that understand that and game yourself up with that anything i say i just encourage you to maybe try it on i'm not the fucking authority of anything except teaching babies how to swim and helping adults overcome their fears in the water and helping beginners surf beginners and, and intermediate, but more especially beginners and babies. When it comes to that, I can do that shit like a motherfucker. And I will talk my fucking shit because that's my shit. And I am a master of teaching babies and water safety. <laughs> Saying water safety is so funny to me because it's so dorky. But I am a master of that. I put in my hours. I put in my work. That's not to brag. That's just that's my thing. I will school. I will learn, but I can school anybody about that stuff if i needed to again like the last episode knowing strengths and weaknesses right so with this being said the more that i can share and create these open conversations because the type of messages that people have been sending me in regards to this show or something that they got from it or took from it is like yo like holy fuck i didn't realize like i, I was suffering the same fucking shit it was just a different vehicle like we because we can't it can't be the same fucking vessel or vehicle every time we all have different relationships and different points of views so but the thing is it doesn't matter your relationships it doesn't matter your points of views it doesn't matter where the fuck you're from feeling sad is feeling sad damn dude feeling happy is feeling happy damn dude feeling depressed is feeling depressed damn dude meditating is meditating damn dude breathing is breathing damn dude you know what I'm saying? Like, that's those are just facts of life. And that's what I go by. My whole thing is is to go by the most absolute simplified version of everything that I can possibly understand in life. And that's where I come from. And that's where I go. I always come from like the end result and work backwards in my training and in how I teach people and, and how I've trained my brain to think about stuff is to see the end result and then start working and then work it backwards because that's the only way it's going to fucking construct itself like you couldn't build a car if you didn't you know you wouldn't even know what shape to build it in if you didn't see it first you know you might put something together that's just fucking like a rectangle up and down or you know some weird shit and like <clears throat> excuse me um 
you got that's why starting with the end result in mind is so powerful and such a powerful tool that was what i did when it came to teaching myself to surf when i went for that year straight every day and the doctor banned me from surfing after i broke my skull neck and back i used my logic my own personal logic to say surfing is good for me i should try that even though he told me never to and look where surfing is taking me, dude. I've met some of the most beautiful people in my life from surfing. Like, Brian was on here. I don't know if you're still on here, Brian. That's one of the most beautiful people I know. And I can I can go on. My homie Larry, whoever. There's all the people out there. All the even nameless people. They're such beautiful people. And it's like, it's such a beautiful experience. And if I were to listen to that advice and never do that and never meet those people, who would I be? I would be scared and I wouldn't be capable of fucking experiencing love and openness and freedom and fun. And it's like, that's why when I go out and I surf and I skate and I bike and I motorcycle, I don't fucking care if I suck because I was told I'm by the expert that I'm never supposed to do that ever again. Damn, dude. So that's why I don't give a fuck what the experts say. I say I go by what my common sense from my own personal common sense, not compared to anybody else's common sense, my own personal common sense, that's what I go by. And I, like I said, I simplify everything and I'm like, does it make more sense to put stuff in my body or not? I'm going to say no. My immune system's gotten, not my, let me say this, immune systems have gotten humanity here today. You can say vaccines have too, but whatever, but there we were living without vaccines for longer than we were living with vaccines. But polio and this and that. We're here, motherfucker. Right? We're still, we're here. It wiped out everybody. No, it didn't. Why the fuck are we still here? How was my family still alive back in the day? How, how come my generations of family didn't die from it? And we come from two parts of the world. Well, three even, if you count the United States. You know what I mean? Like, what really was the truth back then? Everybody was dying. Everybody died. Why are we here? This is just like basic logic, common sense. Like, I don't get why people don't ask these questions or think this stuff, but people don't. So this is why we have these conversations. <laughs> um. So... And why I think that's smart is because why I think it's smart to even think that way is because through mastering a skill, I've learned that the greatest skill of mastery is to just see the end result in mind, keep it in mind, and just work towards that and make every fucking mistake along the way. Look stupid, get tripped on the floor, get your ass kicked, fucking cry about it. Do whatever the fuck you got to do to keep going. Consistency is the only thing that's stopping anybody from having what they want. Damn, dude. Like, that's pretty fucking basic, but that's some real shit. Like, consistency is the only thing having anybody from having what they want. That's the only thing. If you want to be a fucking pro tennis player, it doesn't matter if you're 30. You can literally start today. And if you practice for the next 10 years, being a 40-year-old tennis player is not fucking old. There's hella 40-year-olds who, who will kick. 20 year olds asses at tennis and you could be a fucking world-class athlete at it that's literally possible but do you do you desire that enough do you care about that enough you know what i mean most of us uh, don't but and oftentimes 
Some of us will just jump headfirst into a new activity and be like, holy shit, I'm going to do this forever. That was surfing for me was like, yo, I'm going to do this shit forever. That was also the same thing when I started realizing, when I started thinking about this thing with diseases and plagues and all this shit, it killed everybody. And I, I, and I look at my own family history. I'm like, why was that not the case for my people? Oh, no, no, it was everybody. Well, what the fuck then? You know, um, damn, I got sidetracked. <laughs> um, oh, with with master was uh i don't know why i just used that last example but what i what i learned in in mastering shit is we got to look foolish we got to look stupid we got to make the mistakes and we can be whatever the fuck we want oh i know what i was gonna say with podcasting that was this one thing too it's like i i i have the end result in mind i literally don't even know how to achieve i don't see it all the way but i have this idea of where it kind of is feels like I, the the picture of it is building piece by piece in my head because i have other stuff i'm trying to create for myself first and at the same time i'm like i'm picturing all of this the end result in mind that was why i committed to myself when i started this podcast i'm putting in a minimum of a 10-year commitment and that's why i don't care if i shoot myself in the foot with all these episodes in the beginning because i'm in this for mastery i'm not in this for whatever the fuck for clout or to be cool or whatever like oh shit my alarm's going off um you know i I don't care about this stuff like i really don't and that's what's allowing me consistency in this game damn dude like really i'm doing this for my future generations and their future generations and future generations can you imagine i keep saying this but can you imagine if your great 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 grandpa or grandma had recordings of what life was like during a fucking pandemic. Damn, dude. Dude, that that's what I'm doing. And I'm fucking excited as fuck about this because I get to tell the truth about what the fuck is going on in our world. The news and the media is so disconnected from what the fuck goes on in our town and in what we do. The town council in our town is disconnected from what we do. The adults in the town are disconnected from this. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're really from San Diego, you're really from Mary Mesa or wherever, you're really from San Diego, you know that. You know what I mean? Like, if you're really, really, they don't know. And we know that they don't know. That's the difference. Damn, dude. Right? So, man, with that being said, let's wrap this up because this has been a fucking crazy show, man. It's been a crazy day. I've been hyped as fuck. I've been up. I've been down. I've been fucking everywhere, but it's been a beautiful day at the same time. And, uh, I keep saying three things I'm grateful for every morning and every night. And I encourage everybody to start saying three things they're grateful for every morning and every night because it significantly makes a difference. (laughs) Um, it really, really does. Like, I promise. My subconscious in my brain, instead of going through, like, a million thoughts when I wake up, instead of my brain being like, oh, like, I'm horny, I'm hungry, I'm tired, I'm, I'm, I need to do this, I need to do that. Like, instead of my brain doing that, my brain now, after doing this for a couple months, goes, wow, I'm so grateful for my kids. Wow, I'm so grateful for my car. Wow, I'm so grateful for my my friends and family wow i'm so grateful for my computer and my equipment and my setup and i'm so grateful for my friends who helped me start this and create this and that's what my subconscious is now saying by practicing saying what i'm grateful for three things three times every morning and every night that's what's came from it for me and 
you can only imagine how dope that is, right? Like, I just broke up with my fucking ex. We split with my baby mama. The whole thing, all, you know, going through this year, not making money, the whole thing. I should be in shambles. Old me would have been destroyed. You would not hear any of this. There would be no consistency. I would not share. I would harden up. It would be a hell of a wallop, and nobody would fucking know anything other than what I wanted you to know. This is real life. It's open. And like I said, this is a safe split. This is a safe space to have the conversations that need to be had. You know what I'm saying? It's a safe space to be vulnerable. It's a safe space to fucking say and think about what really needs to be said and thought about. So on that note, uh, go follow us on Instagram or Facebook. We prefer Instagram because we're more active on that at damn dude podcast, just like it's spelled. Uh, find us wherever all platforms. Um, If you enjoy the show, please go leave a five-star written review on Apple Podcasts and ListenNotes.com because ListenNotes is the official people who really uh, say what the rankings are in the world. So thank you guys for making this a top 10% podcast in the world out of all over 2,300,000 something plus podcasts. Thank you guys. I I can't thank you guys enough. So on that note... uh, Rooster Tail, bless us with some music. Uh, Take us out. I love you guys. Remember what you're grateful for. Three things every morning, every night. Have a beautiful day. Much love. Peace. Damn, dude.